Yeah, I really should have been here for the other bisexual woman though. Okay, all right. <laughs> no, no, we're gonna we're gonna take a second. I want you to I'll give you like two questions from that segment of um the last podcast we talked about threesomes and uh you have something you wanted to say and i always think it's interesting when fans chime in or listeners chime in i don't want to say fans i don't know if you hate us or not i would assume you hate us yeah i hate you guys that's why i'm here (laughs) (laughs) so first of all welcome to the unsolicited podcast i'm your host bad luck barlow i'm here with my co-host white mystery white mystery say what's up mystery is here and present I'm here with the ever so fancy Silky Slim. What's poppin'? What's poppin'? And we are joined by a very special guest. Welcome, the Space Cadet, a.k.a. Silky Slim. Take it away, because I can't remember the rest of it. Alien from the Barrio, a.k.a. uh, Young Demon, a.k.a. uh, from the streets, or at least from Mars or something. And it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me on the show, bro. I think that you guys are so funny. I appreciate that. So so before we kick everything off, you said you had something about the threesome episode. What are some of the things that you wanted to ask us about? I'm not really sure what I wanted to ask you guys. You or know, or com- you can even make a comment. What it, What is it you wanted to speak about? Uh, well, I, you know, I guess I, I just thought that it was an unfair comparison to compare like three ways with two girls and one guy to, to two guys and one girl because the uh, masculinity and femininity are so vastly different. And and uh, I'm glad someone else said that because yeah. that's what I was trying to say. Um, You were drowned out. I was... I, I was just trying to make sure that White Mystery and T didn't physically assault each other in that room. <laughs> I was just sitting back on still on my first beer watching uh, just <laughs> fucking people get sloshed. You ever uh, back when I used to drink back when I used to drink, you ever just watch someone get so fucked up that it kind of puts you off from wanting to drink at all. You're like, yeah, yeah. Well, every time I see T. <laughs> <laughs> but but real quick real quick what, what were you saying touch touch on beside the so it's two things right so um if i remember what you were voicing to me it was the thing with the the um the the threesomes but the the um what she said about bisexual men yeah yeah what she said about bisexual men was true like honestly when when women find out that i'm bisexual sometimes like they're they they come off like they're very intimidated by me after the fact. And they're just like, oh, so you, you got mad options then. And I'm like, yeah, I do. You got mad options. Then. <laughs> so, so what, how did you feel about like, but you, you, you wholeheartedly disagreed with everything else or what, what happened? I did disagree with a lot of things that she was saying just about, cause I felt like she, she was completely taking not accountability for, for like the male experience in, um, in sex because like males just have a completely different experience in sex than women and and like it's not fair to compare the two like that i want to comment on that part that whole undertone like that unaddressed that point thank you for making that point that whole point is proves my point yeah of it's different because look at that like look at the men already having to be accepting like they were making the point like well that just means a man's confident that just means a man's this it's like it why is it that us as men have to have to accept whatever's thrown our way or or immediately i'm insecure and i can't provide for you humanizing and emasculating and yeah it's like you're doing this as a business transaction for you because you're a man but it's a human connection for me because i'm a woman 
Right. And, but here's the thing about T and I, I, I wish T was here for me to, to ask shit this on question. No, oh, no, to, I, oh, sorry. Go th- ahead. This is the question I had. So this, you're just chilling in a room with your boyfriend, right? Like I'm T and I'm chilling in the room with my boyfriend. Your the boyfriend looks over like, Hey, you want to have a man, female man threesome? And she's like, okay, sure. And then the man's like, okay, well then I want them, uh, two girls. My thing was like, that's the way she presented the argument was that they were literally not talking about any threesome at all, but he's the one that brings up both. So like right. from that perspective, I totally agree with their point. Like, but why would you, then why, why even offer it in the first place? Like, right. but yeah. she also said she had multiple other instances where this has happened and, and it, it clearly became like evident that like, she just wasn't down with the period. And that's fine. If you're not down with the period, that's the point mm-hmm. I was trying to make before I somehow got treated like her ex-boyfriend who was like, this is the, this is the business transaction. Take it or leave it. Money's on the table. Sign on the dotted line or fuck off. I never said that. It, and so I'm just kind of sitting back and I'm like, women are angry. Hoes mad right now. You know, so Ho's mad, but it, but it, I, 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 I love you T. I love you T. We love you T. But that, come on. Like that was, what kind of men are you dating? That are just randomly bringing up, hey, I, w- I want to have sex with you with another dude present. <laughs> what the, well, what the men fuck? are fucking crazy, bro. It, it, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we aren't the brightest, you know, bulbs out there. I mean, no, maybe not we at are. All. I mean, maybe these people in the room definitely are not. You know, so <laughs> like, no. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'm the sure. poster child for for. Um, I can't say that word. It starts with an R, though. But you know, oh 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 no what. Reality, reality, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's rapid, so reality. what I mean. Rapid fire reality, yeah, yeah, yeah rapid yeah, yeah. fire reality, yeah. And uh, so you know, um, I think, and 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 I like your point on it's emasculating the sense of like to pigeonhole me as insecure or what was the other thing, uh, possessive. Yeah, yeah. Possessive. If you don't let me get fucked by another man, you're insecure, possessive. Like, bitch, what? Maybe you're just heterosexual, like. Yeah, that's, I mean, but, but like, they also don't understand how men work. Like, they don't. And the, oh my God, I was thinking the same thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Slim, <laughs> if Slim has sex with my, it doesn't matter if Slim and I are boys. Slim fucks my girl that I've been talking about. I love her and she loves me. You know what we're all thinking? <laughs> Not really. She doesn't love you like that because there's that part of her that wants someone else. At yes. the same time. And and what's crazy about it to me is yeah. what I was thinking when I was re-listening to this shit is like, and and don't get me wrong, Lita, she's a sweetheart. I enjoyed having her here a lot. Yeah. I thought it was fucking hilarious that she thinks I have a big heart. <laughs> For real. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I know. <laughs> and so uh, you know, just I think it's hilarious because like women think and I'm all for empowering women's sexuality, whatever, but like uh, they think they understand us better than we understand them. And that's not true. And it's to your point, Barlow, where you were absolutely correct. We have spent our whole fucking lives trying to understand them. And so when women are like, because, because for us, for us getting pussy is like climbing Mount Everest and for them getting pussy is like picking up the mail in front of your house. It's easy and readily (laughs) available. I mean, getting dick for them is like picking up the mail. So it's like, it's like, I got to get, I haven't even got to base camp yet, bitch. And I'm not close <laughs> to fucking like, you expect, oh you expect me to get to the top of this shit. And so it's like that, that's why I feel like when you go out there and you, we, we have gotten rejected over and over and over and over again. And like through, through getting rejected by a girl, getting rejected by a girl and growing up around these irrational women, because we don't understand them. We are like, how do, how do I understand this better? Because I love pussy. 
So it's like something about women. I, uh, man, I can't stand being around them half the time, but I love them at the same time. So I love that you got to speak on this because there were multiple times where we were cutting you off the last episode. Uh, I mean, it's cool. I, st- I, I, I stayed there and I took it. Why you are you know, looking at me? Because, bro, because, <laughs> because I was trying to moderate you and T just having a solo conversation to the point where every time he saw an opportunity, because we always see the same opportunity to interject. Every time he saw the opportunity, I was like, wait, Slim, give me a second. But we, ne- if you listen to it, I never gave him his second back. So like he's. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. And, it, and it's good. Like I was just kind of letting it unfold. And by the time he touched on it, a lot of times he said what I would say, but in more Barlow manner, you know, where I'm like, wouldn't say it like that, but it's cool. You know, you stood, you, stood, you know, like yeah. just raised up the fist and solidarity in my heart. I didn't actually do it physically. because yeah. I was more just concerned with, you know, uh, oh my God, I wanted to smother tea. <laughs> but I mean, you with t- like a pillow, just, you know, just like, shh. Right. (laughs) You spoke on, you spoke on rejection and I feel like all of that, like we need to speak on rejection, both after we spoke about the threesomes, because they really need to understand what us as men go through to really like say, Oh shit. That's why they have this competition with each other. To be honest, I don't think most of them care. You kind of, they don't care, but you kind of said it the other day or on the podcast. I think that like, women don't realize that our masculinity really attaches us to our primal instincts. Like what you were just talking about, talking mm-hmm. about um, it, when, when, if another dude fucks my chick, bro, like I can't help it, bro. Like I've tried being all peace and love and, and that love guru fucking everyone and just loving all my mm-hmm. homies and my homegirls. But like, bro, if, when another dude fucks the chick that I fuck, there's something inside of me. We're getting inside tribal. Of me that makes me want to like, I want to prove that I can beat this guy up if I want. To. <laughs> bro, not only that, not only that, bro, like being on the uh, the opposite end of I have had sex with someone that you love, mm. right? Not yes, you particularly, yes. just like any person. I'm like, No, that's not what I meant. I meant oh, like God. like you like right, I'll tell you a story. I'll tell you a story. Uh, a girl that I loved took me to a party, a function a function that involved a lot of her friends and everyone brings one date. Um, one of the dates that they brought happened to be a close friend of mine. And the way he said what's up to me was different. It was different. And I was just like, what the fuck? What, what is this? So I asked her, have you, did you sleep with so-and-so? And she's like, Yes, yes, I have. So here's my thing. Here's my thing. Having her never tell me that, having him never tell me that, how did I know to 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 do that? Because men, they give off that energy when they think they they have a one up on you. It doesn't matter who the other man is. The other man is. Men feel like, for the most part, they want to one up any other man in the room. If a girl walked in here, or like let's not not even a girl, let's say a job opportunity walked in here for a job we all wanted, we're all gonna think what is the other person's weakness that I can display in front of this person? That's, we don't want to, but we do it. That's it, wild though. There's some drama at those hunchback conventions you go to. This dude's <laughs> back was straight. And that's why I got so insecure afterward. Like this dude. And he was a, he was a very slick light skinned man. And I was just like, I am a hideous. What the fuck? Like, you're telling me that I was the best you got? Cutthroat attacked you again, huh? Cutthroat strikes <laughs> again. I was going to say his name, but yeah, Cutthroat fucked my bitch. There you go. Damn. There you go. Shout out Cutthroat. So I want to I talk about rejection today, guys. Um, 
Someone asked me the other day, hey, have you ever been to prom? And I was like, yeah, I went to one. And then he, before he continued his story, he said, wait, one. And I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. The, one of the darkest rejection stories of my entire life. Here we fucking go. Um, he asked, why? Why'd you only go to one? I told him I was rejected, and he just kept asking questions. Do you guys want to hear it or no? Yes. Go ahead. Before I start this story, I want the girl involved. She probably doesn't listen. Maybe she listens because of white mystery. I want the girl involved to know I am not bothered by it anymore, but this is just a fact of life of things that happen. So and also for me, you're a whore. Way to anyway, go, Slim. Anyway. <laughs> sorry, so she, sorry. She, I'm just trying no, to get my voice you know back. Funny? That's all. You know what's funny? She's <laughs> going to listen to this and think that I told, I have told no one in this room uh, the story. I don't know the story. I just, I just wanted to call you that preemptively. Continue. This girl I was obsessed with, for lack of a better word. Actually, that's the only word to, to describe it. I was obsessed with her since freshman year. The reason being is because I dated a girl from a different high school who broke my heart in seven different ways. And the way she cheated like on movie. me, the way she cheated on me was she lost her virginity in a movie theater. Like, yeah, that's how she cheated was on that, me. Was she my first? Because... I was about to say, <laughs> Slim got you now. <laughs> Did you lose your virginity in 2009? No. All right. Never well, mind. There you go. I mean, maybe only the girl lost her virginity, not the. Unless it, oh, fuck. You're right. Did you happen to deflower? Anyway, no, no. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So Man. this was the first girl I dated right after that girl. And she was just so nice, right? Yeah. We're going to, for the sake of the story, we're going to call this girl Flower. We're going to call this girl Flower. So. Fast forward two years, we're in, we're in junior year now, and um, I finally have the opportunity to, to get with this girl. Not, we, didn't, we don't have sex or anything like that, and the only reason I had the opportunity is because she really, 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 really wanted to get at my best friend, and she saw an opportunity to use me to get him jealous. Hey, ladies out there, let me, let me be very clear. If you're going to use Bad Luck Barlow to get someone jealous... Not going to work. Not going to work. He's like, oh, he, she fucked bad luck Barlow. <laughs> Desperate. Anyway. <laughs> so we, 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 um, we hook up and we don't speak. We don't speak for months. Time comes to ask someone to junior prom. And I said, okay, you know what? This is how I make amends. I'm not obsessed with her anymore. I've moved on. I'm talking to a different girl, but I do want to make amends. I asked her to prom in probably the... The most simplest way of possible, all possible. I had rose petals lead up to a park bench and me with the whole fucking bouquet of roses and a sign that said, will you go to prom with me? And like, she didn't have makeup on. She's like, oh my God. Like, uh, she was like flustered and she's like, uh, give me a week. Proud Mind you. you, the phrase, give me a week. Hold on to that. Was prom in two days? No, prom was like month. Like it, this was like, like, give me a week. Give me a week. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, prom's two days from now. <laughs> she says, give me a week. Mind you, we share first period together. Week goes by. Nothing. I was like, okay, give her some time. Maybe a few days. Two weeks go by. Nothing. Getting a little worried now. Three weeks go by. You guys are hell At the advanced. top. <laughs> At the top of the third week, I remember our teacher in first period said, so flower, I heard you got a, a date to prom. My heart sinks to my stomach. Like what the, what the fuck? Like, is she going to say yes right here? I thought it, I felt special. And then 
You see Flower's face. She's across the room from me. It just goes red. Mind you, she's darker. So for her face to go red, has she's embarrassed. She's like, uh, yeah, you can tell she didn't want to talk about it. She's like, uh, the teacher said, oh, but that's interesting. You asked your ex-boyfriend who's in eighth grade or like, like, oh, no, no. It was like eighth grade or freshman from a whole different high school. She's like, uh, yeah. And like, she like looked every, everyone in that room knew I asked her everybody. It was silent. It, you can hear a pen drop in that fucking room. Like I literally, I sat back in my seat and you, you would see the whole room, like, like turn and face me. <laughs> it was bad, bro. One of my homeboys, like I walked out and I was depressed. Like I usually get one of my homeboys said, nah, fuck that. Fuck that. Everyone needs to know what you guys did a few months ago. I was like, no, 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 please. No, please don't do that. So he goes around and he spreads the news of her and I having quote unquote hooked up like a few months before, but I get blamed for it. I told him no. And he went and did it. And he said, bro, it's about time you stood up for yourself because that's some bullshit. Wow. That's Slim was there. I didn't know. Slim. Was yeah. There. Slim was there. <laughs> so, but anyway, think about that. I got rejected by not getting told an answer with someone I share first period with. And she went and asked an ex who was like three years younger than us. That's yeah. fucking, that is bad luck Barlow to the max. That's, that's my weird. story. You got fucking outplayed by an eighth grader. Outplayed. Yep. You call her GG, no <laughs> I, said, I said, good game. Good game. That was, you just teabagged your crippled body on the floor. Like <laughs> he, he fucking, you know, what's even more fucked up. I ended up on that party bus. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. And one of my buddies let me dance. Like he couldn't dance with his date. So one of my buddies let me dance with his date. And I ended up dancing with like her all night and shit. And like, she was on the bus grinding on this fucking like eighth freshman, whatever. Like, but it was just like, I, I was, had to take the picture for the whole group. Cause I was the only one without a date. And it was just like, yeah, I wonder why <laughs> I said, that I wish I was there. I would have sent some like fly, like 25 year old single mother <laughs> to be there with you. Nice. Yeah. And you would have just stunted on the whole school. I should have bro. But I mean, the next, the following year, I end up asking this girl like six months in advance because I was just like, every I was like, one, if I'm gonna get rejected three weeks out, it might as well be four weeks in advance. <laughs> and two, the girl that I was I asked or ended up asking and going with, like she was, everyone wanted to ask this girl. So, um, but yeah, that's my that's my reasoning for wanting to talk about well, this rejection story. Wait, she's a fan of our podcast. Like she listens to our. I don't think so. I news is just going to spread around town and uh, you know, she's going to end up hearing you. One of the things about bad luck Barlow is like when people listen to me, they forget that they did these things and they get upset that they did them and, and get mad at me for bringing them on air. Like they just oh. want me to, to wallow in my sadness or forget about it. Like well, bitch, if she you should feel bad about being a uh, kind of just a cowardly person. Yeah. My thing is instead, of, why don't you just apologize and realize that these things are, a part of a man's life. Like there's a, there would be a totally different story. If she just said, honestly, no, I can't. Even if it was blunt, would I be upset? Of course. Would I be here on a podcast talking about how I got rejected three weeks later by a fucking eighth grader? Oh, I didn't get rejected by an eighth grader. She was a junior year, but you know what I mean? Like an eighth grader took a junior to prom that I asked. It's kind of creepy in a way. Yeah, she's, her, uh, yeah. she's definitely going to be like one of those school teachers that sleeps with her like 13 year old student. Yeah, she's and, hot. Like, now. Ends up in the news. 
She's kind of hot. And I Aren't all the teachers that end up sleeping with like a 13-year-old student? No, no, I'm not talking about this. <laughs> the female ones, the female ones. Some of them are pretty ugly. Actually, hold on. Can I re- re- rewind? Yeah. Yes. Most of the time when you see them in the news, you're like, damn, that bitch is kind of bad. Why is she fucking a 13-year-old? What's not happening for her? And like, I, 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 don't, I don't even want to know psychologically what's going on with these like fucking women, but they're obviously fucked in the head. Yeah. That sounds oddly creepy. And reminiscent of one of those teachers, even though this girl has not yet been, a, oh, you know, shit. I mean, because it's weird, right? Like you hit high school, you're a freshman. I went, by the time I was a freshman, I didn't talk to nobody from my middle school. It was like, I was, it was like, I was riffraff. I blew up and I acted like I didn't know nobody, bro. I just so think, she, I think she really didn't want to go with me and she couldn't ask. And her only like, other option was like. A 13-year-old kid? No, her form with- of decency was to not ask anyone from our high school. That was her form of decency. If you want I- to seem decent about it, give, like, the Make-A-Wish Foundation kid a fucking <laughs> date to prom. Like, what the fuck? You're going to just pick some, like, random, like, 13-year-old... It's her ex-boyfriend? Yeah, it was her ex-boyfriend. Brad. And did they date? And how and for how long was she babysitting him at one time? Like, what the fuck is going on? Diapers and shit. When she was in the eighth grade and he was in the fifth grade. Oh my god! See this right here. All this is why like women like really really hate me because yeah. No, I mean why? Because you bring up some kind of factual shit. But it brings me to a point, and it's like you know you brought it up previously. Some of the rejection and hurt that women have given you have made you who you are now. And I'm not saying you're well adjusted at all. Believe me. So, but. <laughs> people could Season argue too, baby. <laughs> people could argue that about me as well. So you know, uh, yeah, I'm a sick fuck. But you know, uh, in a certain way, I'm not afraid of being rejected anymore. I will spit at any broad, and it's just like, oh no, cool, boom. You are right in that no is not the only thing that they can give you. But I preemptively planned for that no with a counterattack. So I actually hoping for the racial slurs. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, whoa, wait, wait, wait. You call what happens? Is that what happens when uh, you go out at white women? Damn. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. They they don't even just say no. They come out. Damn, white women. What are you doing out here? Yeah. Like, I don't want to fuck them. Oh my god. Season two, baby. We're here. Bo. Bo. By the way, can you please tell the audience your your race? Oh, uh, so I you know, I'm I'm Native American, Pakistani, and I'm Mexican, you know. There you go. And 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 white women, he said zero percent monkey. He didn't say it, but it went without saying. Shame on you. Shame on you. Oh, this is the greatest fucking podcast on the face of the earth. <laughs> so you're Silky Slim, you you are not phased at all by rejection. Like, have you have you ever been rejected to the point where that like fuck that hurt? Um, yeah, of course. But it's like, you know, sometimes like it's still like it's disappointing, but it's just like cause you know, I'm like, damn, I wanted to beat cheeks. You know? Right, right. But I put I put myself in a situation like, bro, like honestly, everyone I hang out around is dope. So it's like if I if I go and like my 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 whole squad is cool. So like if I go out with Wistry and the boys or whatever, and and like me and Wistry like that bitch bad and we both shoot our shot, but Wistry ends up hitting, I ain't even tripping. (laughs) I ain't even tripping. Like it's a matter of like one of us from the squad was like obviously this whole squad's dope. Why'd you look away from me in that white mystery? (laughs) 
Come on. Bro, come on, bro. <laughs> All right. Go I've on. tried so many times with you, bro. Like, let's not, let's not. <laughs> Continue the story, please. <laughs> um, you I know, get it. so so it, it, it's it's we know we know we're dope going in and coming out. So unless she wants to act foul and be rude about the rejection, because mm. I ain't rude about initiating it. So if you want, if your only reaction is to be rude and be like, oh, yeah, this guy, what a fucking loser. He hit on me. Oh, I'm gonna shit on his entire life right now. Well, then I can get just as petty and then I can install your shitty ass hairdo and your split fucking ends and those ugly ass nails that you haven't had polished in three weeks. Like, <laughs> and, and that none of that might be true, but she's going to be self-conscious about it. Like, if you want to come at me with your shit aura, I can fling shit right back. But otherwise, we could keep it respectful and I'll just be in my head like you must be a lesbian or into one of my boys who are also dope. So See, either way, what... it's not that I'm not dope. It's not that I'm not fly. I just, you know, you go to Baskin Robbins. There's so many fucking flavors. You're not always feeling mint chip, are you? <laughs> Today you might be feeling Rocky Road. Hey, I feel, two, baby. I feel it. I feel it. You honestly. don't want a number nine on the menu. You want a number two today? All good. You gotta See? make sure to shit on their baby daddy too, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got That's bitches. Baby daddy's a bum. And then you got stupid bitch. And then you got exactly, yeah, yeah that. But then you got bitches that are like the one that rejected you in high school that go to Baskin Robbins and get things on the kids menu. So you know, like, <laughs> not everyone is okay out here, you know. But it's like be an adult, do adult things, show some respect, and and you, you might not get pimp slapped with these words. See, this oh, is word. this thanks, is. Thanks. First of all, if I could snap, I would snap. Like for Silky Slim, Silky Slim went off. Thank you. You gave me confidence. That's but let me I tell think. you why I can't do that. Um, because I was rejected by my father. I was raised by a, a woman. And I literally have, like I said, that one episode with T. I have the utmost respect for women to where like they would have to be an obvious bitch for me. Like say something to my face for me to like go off like, like Slim would. Like this girl didn't have the respect for me or balls to tell me to my face no or like i would rather not or i i'm talking to someone else thank you like it's that easy to like, like that easy? but the thing is like it is easy to yeah. i'm a nice enough guy i'll move on yeah you know i might write a poem or two about it the world right. I, I might go on my blog and cry a little plenty bit plenty of fish out there yeah but like i mean like baskin robbins fucking some yeah oh bro my space was popping but um so why mystery? You've been a little quiet. I, I feel like you're going to say you've never been rejected, but we all know that's a lie. It is a lie. It is a lie. You had to become white mystery through rejection. So please tell me what was her name <laughs> and what did she do? Her name? What's her podcast name? Come on, hit us. The cut queen. The cut queen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. I don't, I don't know. I've been rejected a lot. I feel like rejection builds character. Just Indeed. like Slim said. Um, <laughs> I mean, look at this character, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I didn't say rejection builds great characters. All right, so. That's facts. <laughs> yeah, the thing is just character. Right, yeah, right. It's just character. Oh, it could be garbage character. Yeah, it could yeah. be shitty character. As long as you're not a guy with a trench coat flashing people in a parking lot, you know. All right. <laughs> I'm, about, I'm about two no's. Like two, oh, you're about two no's away from that. Yeah, yeah. Like being a serial flasher. Uh, go ahead, White Mystery. Tell your story. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really have a specific like name or person that like I think back to when I think about rejection because like as life progresses, like opportunities just keep coming your way. So like you kind of don't think about the ones that rejected you. You just think about the new opportunities that are coming your way. Yo, right? every you feel me, Slim. 
I, every nah, time I, I ask because this, I feel like you're you're covering shit up because you're not in touch with your emotions. We could call you Chris Brown the way you're dancing right now, dude. You are <laughs> you you well, literally well, just well, dance. You dance. <laughs> you dance the fuck. Yeah. yeah, come on. That's what I do. No, come on, dude. Tell me a time. When was White Mystery born? Bro, oh, Mystery. Oh, okay. I got one. I got one. I got one. Stop being my. Give me well, a you, hug, have a, you have a distant dad too? Yeah, hella does. He just called me actually. Uh, never mind. I thought we were cool. No, he, he <laughs> called him to be like, don't fucking come back to the house kind of shit, right? Yeah, I would, I'm literally not allowed back in the house ever. <laughs> well, I would just love to hear my dad's voice. I'm sorry that you're going through that, but I would very much love to hear what my dad sounds like. Why, Mr. E? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry. I was so close to dodging this one, bro. No, you're not. Go. Okay, so there was this one time I was out at the bars. We were probably in the city. Uh, I don't know if Slim was with me this time or if like T and a couple other friends were with us, but we're at these bars having a good time. And one thing, if you guys don't already know about me is I have a disability with with hearing, with hearing, uh, hearing and thinking too, Uh, and thinking too, all of the above. Like I'm just a problem that case, bro. But anyways, (laughs) I'm in this club and I can't really hear. I'm deaf in one ear. And it's like, I go up to this chick and this chick is mighty fine. And I'm like, bro, I'm a shoot. Like, I'm feeling good. Friends shoot are feeling good. Everyone's kind of doing their thing. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to do my thing. So I go up to this girl and, you know, I'm like, what's up? How are you? Start talking to her. And she whispers something into my ear and I don't hear her. Right. <laughs> I don't hear her the first time. So like, I, I like, I bend down. I'm like, Hey, like, can you repeat that one more time? I have like trouble hearing first, like nice approach. Right. Mm-hmm. She comes back and whispers in my ear and like, thought process hit me like as she's whispering it was like bro i cannot hear a single word this girl's saying like as she's whispering in my ear again for the second time so my options are like i gotta think fast because like my options are you can't have a girl repeat it the third time you know no women like that and look what we have to do for women and but we have to overcome our disabilities yeah it's tough right this but, man really can't hear he's like fuck i gotta start pretending to hear now yeah like i i had to start, start kind of sign language like throwing up gang signs in the bar <laughs> I was trying to do everything, bro. And she whispers again, didn't hear her. Um, so I, I looked down at her and I'm like, hey, like, I'm like, really sorry. I, I didn't hear you. Like, can you say it again? And she like, look, like she like backs up, like, and looks at me in the eye. And she said, it was nice to meet you. And she walks off. And I was like, damn, damn she rejected what- me because I couldn't hear her. See, that yeah. is what we call a disability shamer. So yeah, if you... Yeah, can, yeah, if you know her now, we need to cancel her somewhere. Yeah, for you real. ableist bitch. <laughs> you, a- <laughs> you able-bodied whore. <laughs> God, come on. Uh, yeah, I'm not an ableist, but like I got this dick, homie. Whoa. Whoa. Season two, baby. You <laughs> just said we can't say that word. I would go ahead. I got this reality dick. <laughs> reality dick got this reality dick <laughs> so i sorry so what about our guest does he have a yeah. rejection story yeah it's um actually happened really recently it's pretty funny um you guys have you guys like dmx i already like where this is going okay, do you, do he's you, a little have older have you guys but... seen dmx's reading rainbow the splice where they they put reading rainbow and dmx together can go anywhere suck my dick it's in a book All right. take a look it's in a book. It's reading Rainbow. <laughs> Talk more shit. Who <laughs> think it's a game? 
Yo, oh my god, fire, bro. Now I need that, to watch it. That shit is amazing. It's so funny. Okay, so my dad is an immigrant <laughs> and came to America in a metal band and then like, you know, dated like this ghetto ass Latino who's my mom and then this like <laughs> this crazy ass white Irish woman from a bougie city called Redlands. And uh, you know what? I, we've always been distant and estranged. I never been to a school dance. Like I was getting locked up and like gangbanging in high school and just going crazy. And um, and but then you know I straightened out my life at seventeen. I I move in during quarantine because my grandparents fucking kicked me out over some bullshit. Mm-hmm. And um, because I called out my mom for being abusive. And then I I showed my dad and my stepmom DMX's Reading Rainbow. And I don't know, dude, like, I guess my, my white stepmom with the black son's never heard hip hop before. Cause she just <laughs> called me the N word. And then my, my dad was just like, well, you shouldn't have showed us the rap song. <laughs> and I was like, You're oh, like, it's wait. quite literally oh reading rainbow. I was like, dad, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Tried to explain race and culture to them. They're like, no, you just should. You brought hatred into this house, Martin. I was like, <laughs> Don't ever hope they're like, don't ever show us another rap song again. I was like, Jesus you Christ, guys dude. know who I am, right? Like DMX came into their home, asked them where the hood at, and they were just very uncomfortable <laughs> with I I can't believe the They kicked uh, me out. They kicked you out. They kicked you out for that? Pretty much. My my stepmom and my little bro was giving me the silent treatment for weeks after that, and they were like, get the fuck out. <laughs> Jesus. So wow. damn. I'm sorry. So this about rejection that. is from your stepmom. And my dad, because he doesn't have a spine. Are you trying to compete with Barlow right now? No, I think that's a little worse because you know what? At least my but at least my dad is sp- was spine full. Like he he had a spine enough to say I don't want that baby and just walk out. You know, yeah. your dad. I'm sorry, but like, how do you just condone racism towards one at all, and then two towards your own kin? Like, I'm sorry. Like you, you have you have my dad. Your dad has my dad beat. No pun intended on deadbeat. Hey man, fuck both our dads, right? Metaphorically. Yeah. Metaphorically. If you're listening to this, I love you, bro. <laughs> yeah, but talk to someone. What <laughs> if we have an unsolicited podcast event where we have both of your dads box in a ring? Oh. Ugh. Your dad's gonna get ghosted. And then <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's all right. Someone my dad will still lose. Jokes on your dad, mine's not showing up to the fight. <laughs> Wait, this is for who? Hey. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. He might show up if you got to be his dad's coach and he's your dad's coach. You know, like when they're all knocked up and in the ring and you like wipe the blood off there and like, yeah. next time you got to go in there, he hits, he throws a lot of left-handed jabs. Set the left-handed jab, hit him with right hook. You got to, you know, you got you to gotta be coaching each other's dads. I need you to hit him like he wasn't there for my 17th birthday. Just hit him like that. Hit him for, like that. And, and, and so like your dad might come into it just being like, I'm going to crush my son's dreams one more time. <laughs> That's what he does his career. Dude, imagine the trailer for, imagine the trailer, a, a dad set on a mission to crush his only son's dreams. He has, I'll do this. This is the last time I do it for you, Space. <laughs> the, the classic American tale. <laughs> the classic American tale of deadbeat fathers. Uh. Here we go. How how do we always circle back to one of my insecurities on this podcast? <laughs> like how, mean, did, how did talking about DMX screaming at fucking rainbow songs go circle back to my father? Well, because his story had to deal with his father. So, you know, but I feel like you have so many insecurities. It's like a fucking grab bag. 
<laughs> can pick one. Too, man. I, no, it's all good. All right. the same thing. I have another question for you guys. Is there any story of rejection that affects the way you think? Shout out to Vape. We're sponsored by Vape. Is there any story? I'll repeat it. Is there any story of rejection or moment of rejection that affects the way you think today? Yeah, for sure. Well, this one time I was at a comedy. I was uh, I was at a backyard comedy show mm-hmm. in Highland Park, and I was supposed to meet this uh, this chick that I'd like grown up with, and I thought it was going to be a cute date. And I was just with my homie Greg, who's this dope graffiti artist, and she just never showed up, bro. And damn, yeah. I was just like, Damn, before we continue with my question, have y'all ever been stood up, slim and whistery? Y'all ever been defined stood up? That right there doesn't get any more stood up here than that. Yeah, I've been stood up. I just kind of go like if the chick tries to talk to me afterwards, like she doesn't get like a modicum of respect. Uh, I think probably when I was like a teenager, there was one time where I got stood up and and I kind of, you know, let it slide. And then just I had to realize the hard way, like she was a garbage person. Yeah. Yeah. After that, like, oh, you know, maybe the these set of circumstances did happen. That's why, you know, your phone wasn't on for five hours or something. Like, I wasn't calling her for five hours straight, but oh I never God, done shit dude. like that. It's so fucking weird. Like, yeah. if the everyone's looking at their fucking phone. Mm-hmm. If they're not answering you, they're probably ignoring you. Unless they're me, who literally throws his phone on the other side of the fucking room and uh-huh. doesn't look at it for six hours. I'm so sure. I know. I'm an exception. I literally. <laughs> no, you're not. I, you just said there's no exception. There's always an exception. <laughs> you do that for your mental health, though. I, I do that. I do that for me, bro. Sometimes I gotta turn, I gotta turn the world off. I gotta turn the bitch off. It's like taking a remote. Boom. It, bro, people, people who know me and really need to get a hold of me can get a hold of me if they need to. Right. That's the point. The other frivolous shit. It's out of here. I don't need to look at Facebook. I don't need to be caught in an Instagram. I don't fuck with social media like that. You all know that. I'm the, like the least active. <laughs> social media profile on our on our podcast but everybody knows like you know that's what makes silky slim silky slim before we before i get to you wistery i do want to mention like back in high school when i was more confident in pursuing like women i fucking every time i would meet a new girl i would text and then eventually we would plan a date let's say it was the first and we plan the date for the 31st we're talking every single day and the day of the 31st, there's no message. None. It's not, it'd be different if I got stood up from someone I met through a friend or someone I met the day before. I, I can kind of get that. You don't really know this person. You don't really fuck with this person. But if we're having a substance filled conversation for 30 fucking days and you can't even tell me I'm nervous or you're not the, you're not my type, any of that shit. That's that's fucking weird. So, Wistery, do you have any stories of rejection that like affect the way you think today? Uh, I don't think I've been like rejection or stood up per se of like when you go like I've never gone to a restaurant waiting for this girl to meet me for dinner and she never shows like I've never done that. But I have had those things of like they don't text you the day of. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's usually not someone that you've had that substance filled conversation. Wait, do you have your sweater? Because your privilege is showing right now. I need you to cover up. Hey, fuck hey, her. I was fuck so boy. hurt and insecure when she re- when she stood me up. And this yeah. is how childish I am to this day. Because I was like 18 and I wrote a diss Watch track. out with the uh, table. Sorry, I wrote a You're whole good. ass diss track 
using um what's that song with dr dre and eminem uh, oh, i forgot about dre it, no, no, no. What's Dr. the difference? Dre, what's the difference between me and you? I used that beat, and I was like a teenager. I did a whole diss track about it. Have you listened yeah. back on it now? Like, because I, I like some shit as a teenager. I'm like, damn, that was kind of cringe. No, <laughs> yeah, I was listening back, and it is so cringe, but I think it's so funny that I did that. I'm just like, what an absurd time. Right. Bro, I've. Man, I was an angry pubescent boy. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's so funny. (laughs) Well, I will share since Wistery, for whatever reason, said, I've never been rejected, fucker. Never Uh, said that. You low-key implied implied that you have not been rejected. Maybe he just didn't hear it if he was. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm perfect. Why did she walk away? Because <laughs> I'm a god. Why you gotta say it like your re- reality? Huh. What? Why'd you have to say it like are your you, reality? Are you, are you saying I call him Simple Jack? Is why? Or what are you saying right now? I never said that. So my story. I don't. Have, I don't have a story. Nice deflection. <laughs> my, I don't have a story. Thank you for the for the award. Um, it's more so about. I just think that. Like I used to shoot my shot all the time. Like I used to, my bounce back ratio time was fucking, I get rejected on Saturday. I'm back at it Monday with someone else. Like it was quick. I, after four fucking years straight of doing that, I was cool. Honestly, I was cool. Went to college. Allegedly never been to college. Um, and, uh, I used to just get drunk in my house, but my house happened to be the home of parties where women would stay and I was drunk as fuck. So I would attempt to hit on women because they were around, not because I was out seeking them. If they never came over, I think four years straight of college. If I wasn't getting, I wasn't having sex anyway. The only difference would be women weren't around, you know? Um, So I, I just think that rejection affects me in terms of, I don't want to shoot my shot anymore. I don't know if, Am I alone there? I I feel like, you know, um, you're like how Stella got her groove back. Okay. But then like the real story is like, I guess Stella ended up getting cheated on by that man. She got her groove back. (laughs) That's reality. And not in the other way we've been referring to it. (laughs) Life is shitty sometimes. And sometimes like, you know, you can get rejected and it is very deflating to one's ego. And why like, I don't have much of that left. I'm aware, but you know, like, and what I'm saying is that that happens to everybody. Like you go on a bad streak of people that you have like taken time to like show, Hey, this is who I really am beyond the hi, Hello. How are you doing? Mm -hmm. And let them into some things that go on your personal life. And they seem super interested and either they fall off out of nowhere or whatever they ghost you or they end up not being the person that they are mm-hmm. and they never disclose that to you. That's hurtful to people. You know what I mean? Yeah. In fact, I think getting ghosted is more hurtful than that person just being like, look and being honest with you. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're because in- you're just left to wonder like what you're left to wonder with your own brain. Like, what is it that could be wrong with me? Especially when it seems like everything was like, cool. Like I've had dates with, with people where like we go on the second, third day um and whatever everything is going completely fine and i'm not oblivious like you know i mean i'm very good at reading people and uh you know somewhere down the line it's just like 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 she's not interested for some reason most of the time it's because they found like another dude that fits maybe their hobbies more or something like that but like mm-hmm. just say that shit you know what i mean like just yeah. be just be honest or if you're not emotionally available and you're uh, or s- sometimes they're scared of getting into a relationship period 
mm-hmm. or your ideals don't meet up, have be a fucking adult and tell that other person because like it's more hurtful to that person and their state of mind or, you know, and so that, that can deflate somebody's ego. Right. Yeah. And so over time that person is, might get to a point where it's like, what's the fucking point of even shooting my shot. Right. What's yeah. the, what's the point of doing all this? So I, I hear you on that. That can happen to anybody. Uh, it doesn't matter how player they are or how much they hate themselves. Why uh, mystery? When, when that person does finally get it again, like mm-hmm. they got their groove back, but it's a muscle. You know what I mean? If you don't go out there and you ain't shooting your shot frequently, you are going to lose the ability to shoot your shot. You got to go out, hit the practice. Yeah. You know, hit your 30 free throws or whatever the fuck, you know? Yeah. So that when you go shoot through your actual shot, like, boom. And by doing that, it's just, it's, it's not even like, bro, just go out, talk to women without even shooting your fucking shot. Yeah. You got got to go into it looking like you ain't even shooting a shot because when you are shooting a shot, they smell it. They know it. They think you're fucking hungry for pussy and that's all you want. And girls obviously are are a lot more selective over guys. Guys are like vagina. And like, that's, that's (laughs) like, you can't let the caveman take over because they know, they know. Barlow, fuck. So, now. so women, women know, women, women know there's, there's no scarcity in dick for them. It is readily available mm. un, like, like infinite resource. Right. Yeah. Whereas like pussy for us is like mining for gold. We're like, we're the original, like guys coming here for gold in, in, in not 1849 or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We, we're hoping we hit it. We're just going to hammer away at this mountain with a fucking pickaxe forever. <laughs> and that's the thing is like, we were digging through this fucking mountain and half of that mountain is going to be garbage ass rock until we find some gold. And He's spitting today, dude. Bro, he is wow. fucking going. He's going in today. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank thank you. See what happens when I'm allowed to speak tea? Anyways, <laughs> just kidding. Just I kidding. just I, sent an important text that <laughs> is relevant to what we're talking about because I was supposed to meet a girl tonight in SoCal and she was going to give me SoCal. two and some white caps, bro. And I was I, I told her I was too emotional. To be Allegedly. Were they like, penis envy? Yeah, they're penis envy. <laughs> it's a strain of mushroom you fucking weirdos i know but i'm saying like i'm just kidding i knew i know you knew that yeah no i'm I'm saying like allegedly like that's allegedly what's going on for any of any of the fbi people who might be listening we are totally joking on this podcast yeah we don't do drugs yep not at all not once nope i've actually only ever drank water out of my asshole uh white mystery which is not a drug (laughs) white mystery i don't i don't like how how quiet you are, dude. I'm going to be honest. I feel like, I feel like you're, you're bottling something up. Like you don't, you don't want to bring it to, to, to the light. I'm just waiting for that bottle to explode. Like we just dropped a bunch of Mentos and some Coca-Cola. I mean, Slim's been kind of going off today. So I've been kind of letting Slim go with his heat. All right. You know, but I do have some statistics to bring up about rejection. If you guys would be interested in hearing that. All right, go ahead, T. I don't want to talk now, dude. You and T, <laughs> Slim, and, the statistics. I want to know. Slim and T got a fight after that. that. Thank you. <laughs> go ahead, but go ahead, Wistery. Okay, uh, so this is from BusinessInsider.com, and one research study published by the Guardian in January suggested that the average woman kisses fifteen men, has two heartbreaks, and four one night stands, and four terrible dates, finding Mister and Mrs. Wright in January. Right. I got to send this article to my girl. So now moving to Tinder t- uh, stats, there's an estimated 50 million people that use Tinder every single month. One billion profile swipes are happening per day. One billion. Billion. And there's only 12 million matches per day. Makes sense. That I, I don't have the percentages because my my calculator on my phone wouldn't do all. Does it say zeros, how many? But. Does it say how many one night stands men have? 
Um, no, but I do have another study. Okay, I'm ready. ready that one. I'm ready. All right, so this one is they did a survey of 2,454 guys who took part in this quiz, and the quiz is your odds of getting a girl out on a date. Right? I already hate this. Go ahead. Out of 769 guys who had not, or there was 769 guys that did not ask the girl out, mm-hmm. and there was 1,685 guys out guys who asked the girl out. So that's already 35% of men that even shoot their shot. Like wait, they, wait, they wait, what, was the, what was the study? Were they like in a room and talking to each other or like what? Oh, so it says 35% were already being ignored. She stopped texting back or were straight up friend zoned. And that's why they didn't ask for the date. What's the demographic though? Like it's what you're asking, right? No, 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 no. My, my, I thought, I thought they were like having a controlled study um, and men were like either having a conversation for 30 seconds or having a conversation and then asking for a date, like a, like speed dating. Right. Yeah. I thought it was a controlled study, but they just asked. So, so 769 guys that did not ask the girls out, mm-hmm. uh, was the reasons were because they were already being ignored. She stopped texting back and, or they were straight up friend zone before they even got a chance to ask for the date. Have you guys ever had, wait, do you have more statistics? Uh, Yeah. Before before you get to reading them, I, I would like to, to chime in on that. What do you guys, do you guys have that one girl that's like, I, fuck, I really wish she didn't reject me because that was the girl I was going to either marry or pipe down the hardest. No. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. I mean, hell yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. I have that one a thousand percent, bro. I'm still in this bitch's DMs. I, ma- I matched with this girl on Bumble and she said she was not only willing to, but she was prepared to provide me my reverse gangbang. And I remember we were supposed to hang out to just meet, you know, like get grab lunch or some shit. And the day of, she never texted me. I remember I called white mystery Mm -hmm. like, yo, like she stopped texting me. No, no. She stopped texting me the day before. I was like, white mystery, dude. Like I, I need, I need this girl. I'm going to marry this girl. Like for sure. Like, She's going to give me my reverse gangbang. Like, please, please tell me what I do here. Yeah. So fuck, fuck me. Right. All right. So real quick, back to the stats of the 1,685 guys that did ask the girl on the date, 31% got the date. 69% did not. Hey, that's a great RBI, bro. Like Uh, 31% are successful or batting average. I mean, right. Like honestly, honestly, Look look at the batting average in the MLB. Like what do you think is a high batting average in the MLB? Nobody's hitting 50%. Nobody. Nobody, not even close. Yeah. Like not even close. It's like 25% or something like that. That and that's considered good. That's hella good. That's fucking great. So yeah. it's like, bro, it's it's a cold game out there. But you yeah. also got to think that they're always around the pitches. Like they're always because it's so good to hit 25% because you're always at but you're going to be at That's bat. called having standards. Okay, I'm yeah. I'm I'm re- I'm ready to argue this. What do you mean? That's called having standards. So so white mystery. Do you shoot your shot at any girl? Do I shoot? Do my you shot? shoot your shot at yeah. any girl? Yeah. At any any single girl? Even the even the fat chick behind the Ooh, counter at McDonald's? No, no, no? I, I I I'm very picky. Okay, okay. So wouldn't you call that you only go up against good pitchers when you're shooting your shot? Yeah, I only go up against all stars. That's so, not my yeah. point. My point is, my point is like you have to go to the plate. 
as, as opposed to like, I'm, I'm introverted, right? I stay at home. I don't have to shoot my shot at home, but let's say for whatever reason I had every day, once a day, I had to go to target and I had to hit on someone, whoever was at cash register three, whoever it was. Then yeah, to, to the baseball point, of course, of course, I'm going to get rejected or of course I'm going to get a number that I think that's more. So my point is like, for me personally, rejection affected me to the point where I don't even want to, to go outside. So, yeah, so with that. let's flip the scenario then on this analogy. So we might need to send you in there with an earpiece. You go up to the plate. <laughs> I got we, one for you. We shoot you. Yeah. He's got one for you. We shoot you the lines in this scenario. Um, it's more like she's the batter. I'm the pitcher. You're the catcher. Pause. No homo. And uh, I like it. I like it. You know, Good like, catch. you Pause. know, like we're sitting there and, uh, you know, you catch the ball, you get it. We strike the bitch out and then you get to go home with her <laughs> to win. You feed me back. You feed me back. Like, should I say this? You're like throwing out the signs and I'm like sitting there like shaking my head. Like, no, there are no. at least four yes. movies on how that, why that doesn't work. <laughs> Cause the girl, <laughs> the girl can hear in the ear. You're fucking like that's movies though. You but, you but also at least like we're that. not, at least we're not having you go on two dates at once and changing your outfits. That would be the ultimate trope. So <laughs> I could do that. I could do that. Let's do it. All right. All, All right. right. But go ahead. My mystery with your, statistics yeah yeah almost done almost done but uh so like i said there's 31 percent that succeeded on getting that date of those 69 percent that were rejected 29 percent of the people that were rejected were rejected or the girl said uh, she did not suggest an alternative date so she basically said that we're not gonna have the date but she didn't follow up and have like a second date backed up right 40 uh, percent of the girls didn't even text back 24 percent got friend zoned you know, right. you know what I hate about women is that women. <laughs> oh, that's, that's so no, 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 no. We're turning go into ahead, a misogynistic podcast. Go well, ahead. I'm, not, I'm not a misogynist. It's just that women are just as audacious and like out there as men are, but they're just like, no, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> they're liars. They're bigger liars than yeah. we are. And you want to know why they're liars? Uh, it's because they're fucking genius. I'm sorry. They're smarter than yeah, us. Really and they know that they have to lie. I meant that you said that, bro, because a lot of people are like, oh, these bitches are stupid. They're not. They're really fucking smart. They're really these smart. Girls, yeah. These girls are smart, three stacks. They are smart. They are fucking <laughs> smart as fuck. And, and, and you will get fucking played by one unless you know and understand. And that's why we've had to understand them. And yes. they, they, they do. They are cunning. They are very cunning and baffling. But I don't think they understand us or they just don't care. Well, they can over-sexualize us, but we can't do it to them. Okay, that's a good point. Oh, the double standard of... T goes, yeah. we are objectified, bitch, and we're not... What kind of car are we driving? How much is in my bank account? Am I flossy and saucy when I show up? How are you handling every conversation? Every single conversation? It could be, you know what I mean? To add to your point, it's like, how are you handling someone bringing you the bill? How are you handling someone asking you how your day is? Did you, did you show weakness in that? Did you show strength in that? Men are always on display until they're alone. And just because I want to be like, that's some nice booty meat. I'm objectifying you. <laughs> <laughs> some booty meat. <laughs> Maybe sometimes I'm you're, no, 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 no. You're spitting facts, but I'm saying like that's some nice booty meat. Hell yeah! Booty meat. <laughs> right, ugh, that's some booty meat. I'll, booty meat. I'll slice that shit up, <laughs> booty, bo- booty baloney. We gonna put that shit. Oh, it's Labor Day, bitch. We on grilling. some gotcha bread. It's it's Gucci. <laughs> it's, yeah. Eat that whole ass. <laughs> 
projecting our trauma <laughs> what what traumatic event in my life maybe but you know what's funny is people are going to listen to this people are going to listen to this and men on the inside are like damn they're right but then like if there's like other men or women in the room it's like these guys we, are insecure. We actually don't believe this, baby. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all of you, all of you are losers. Kind of. I don't mean losers in, in the perspective of you don't have a life going. You don't get pussy. Oh, you get pussy, but you get it at the expense of your feelings. And you don't, and you don't even want to like admit that. Hey, Pant, when white you, mystery. When'd you start, uh, when'd you start spinning them that, that, that facts? I, I've been hanging a lot, uh, hanging around, um, I've been listening to August Wild a lot like recently. So he, you, you kind of scare him, man. I'm a scary guy. It's, I don't want. I don't want. I'm, I'm getting my feelings hurt. Why mystery? Go Shout on. Out August Wild. Okay. Last last statistic I found. By the way, these ones are all from datingmetrics.com. Just so we're citing our sources. Um, your chances of continuing past a first date are only thirteen percent, and the, that thirteen percent only answered because they were still uh, texting steady with the girl. So if they weren't even if they weren't even texting steady after the first date, they basically said like they, their chances are not there. I'm they gonna play thirteen percent. That's important. I'm gonna play devil's advocate for a second. I'm, I'm gonna speak from the woman's perspective. I feel like that's easy because I'm sensitive. Okay. <laughs> so I, what, what entitles any any of you to my attention? Nothing. Nothing. Right. Nothing. So what does it matter if I don't text you back? You don't deserve my text back. What does it matter if I don't give you an explanation? You don't need an explanation. I simply chose that I don't want to talk to you. I'm not talking to you. Have you ever held the door open for a stranger? Are you talking from like the woman's perspective? Am I still being the woman in this scenario? I mean, I've seen women do it too, you know? So, I mean, have you ever done like a common courtesy for somebody? Have you ever let somebody out of a parking lot while you're waiting to turn right so that they can get in the road while you're at a standstill? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think the point so it's, curti- it's courtesy, it's right? Common courtesy. Yeah. It's a common way to just be effective at communicating and let somebody know where and how you stand, and you don't even have to do it in a long way. So here's my again. I I Barlow agrees. I'm playing devil's advocate because obviously we're down T. I feel like the podcast needs that for a little bit. So what? Why do I need to be courteous to you? Who are who are you to me? Depends on the if the dude came like respectful or not. Because if he didn't come respectful with it, then no. And if that dude is like, well, if 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 you get turned down by the dude and he texts you back some foul shit, like, well, you just a dumbass bitch, anyways. Then he never argue, deserved that courtesy. A woman like, would argue that if you are being courteous for the sake of being courteous, and then you get upset with me because I didn't acknowledge or or reciprocate that courtesy then you're not really courteous and you are those fuck boys that we all claim to not be. I still hit on a girl after getting turned down multiple times and it's, and it's worked before, but it's a matter of like, I'm not creepy about it. Mm-hmm. I don't go out of my way to run into her. I'm not fucking mm-hmm. being some weird mouth breather. That though, that shit's creepy. That mm-hmm. shit is creepy. Right. Sometimes you don't, you know, sometimes girls are very selective. So sometimes you don't even get to establish who you actually are. Cause you could be one of those fuck boys. They don't know. Right. They don't know. Because those fuck boys pretend to be everything but a fuck boy until they are like, it's like, ta-da! Mm-hmm. Like, I'm actually a fuck boy the entire time. Yeah. They don't want that. So, so it's a matter of like through like over time, if this is somebody you run into in your life, mm-hmm. 
that's why I also don't overtly just stray hit on a girl right away. You know, I might, right. I, I might invite her out somewhere, but I don't say it's a date or whatnot, you know, unless it's just straight up, like obvious, like I'm into you, you're into me, let's go on a date or I'm right. not going to run into you again. Let's go on a date. Mm-hmm. But you know, if, if it's established, like, Oh, I'm, I'm cool to be around. I'm not a fucking creeper. She wasn't down this one time, blah, blah. I'm not even going to press the subject until it comes up to another time where we're having a good time or whatever. Hey, you want to go on a date? You know, some shit like that. Yeah. I find that as Barlow, I find it way more successful. Yeah. Because you establish your worth over time. <laughs> yeah. Exa- I, 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 but, but when you're doing rapid fire, like, you know, just, I need to shoot my shot now. Yeah. It's not going to work. Then how are we not objectified? And you no, know, it works sometimes, but it depends on the girl. Mm-hmm. And like, like speaking about communication, I met the most respectable, one of the most respectable women. Oh, speak ever. about it. Kate. I mean, I mean, yeah. So something very strange happened in my life the other day. Speak about it. I went to this girl's house, mm-hmm. had amazing sex. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love and she kicked me out afterwards. She. She, not he yes she <laughs> kicked me out afterwards like, i got what you're saying as in not i i just you yeah know. as in like you didn't like find it and i i know su- she kicked me out afterwards i was scurrying i was i was at her house mm-hmm. right and so she kicked me out afterwards and i just was like say less i was planning to leave i didn't say this to her but i'm like you know and she didn't kick me out like get the fuck out she did it in the way that i do it like hey so you know i gotta get ready for work tomorrow like Oh, got you. You know, like, you know, like just making that kind of, you know, a little small nudge. Mm -hmm. And then you always, you always have those friends too. When like at at your house, you know, they, they don't get that, that little hint. Oh yeah. And, and and a lot of times it's like, like one of my boys is like, shit, what you finna do today? (laughs) That means get the fuck out of my house. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It's respect. It's mutual respect and then not being codependent. And, and, and I respected the girl so much because she, she was like, I had hella fun with you. We should do this another time. I'm like, yeah, you're hella cool too. But it was literally like she was independent. She had all her own shit. I'm independent. I have all my own shit. She didn't want to latch on to me in it for anything. I don't need to latch on to her for anything. I was like, this is a healthy individual. And it was it was clearly established. Like, I'm an adult. You're an adult. Like, if you you're cool with it, come girl. over. Fuck me. And like, you know. You got to wife this girl, bro. Maybe. 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 Are you still fucking love? Are you still fucking I'm not in love. No, I'm not in love. No. Are you still fucking her? Uh, no, I haven't since. We haven't you talked. Know, wait, hold on. You know, you know why Slim's in, in love? I think he's in love. But you know why? This is the first girl ever to command respect from Slim. No, no, not no. ever. Not ever. Recently. Uh, recently. But I respect in, in how just like, like she was just straight to the shit with no bullshit. And, and, it, and it was just, I don't oh. like at, at our age, we don't have time for that bullshit anymore. We're all in a rat race. We're all trying to make that bread. We're trying to keep our head above water in the bay. Why I got to deal with some bullshit? I don't really? want. I don't need to be sitting on some fucking dating apps like a fuck boy trying to shoot my shot at a bunch of chicks I don't even want to talk to or I'm never gonna meet. Yeah, and all the all these people are so indecisive or just unable to communicate exactly what they want, what their needs are, and mm-hmm. if they want it from you. See, all of this is the reason why those sex robots need to be more affordable and um, more readily available in the near future. Because all because I think that once men start shifting to the sex robots. Women are going to start being like, okay, maybe, I, maybe I should not be that much of a bitch. I, I, I really do think that. <laughs> what? 
What, what, what the fuck did you get up for? I'm not. I'm not switching to a sex robot. That's not the point. I'm uh, saying like, all right, think about it. Think about it from a woman's perspective. Think about it from a woman's perspective. You are playing a bunch of men to entertain your options and see which one of them still sub up to the plate, right? What happens if your DMs are dry? No one's texting you anymore. And it's like, wait, what? What happened? What changed? Realized all the men, all men are now fucking robots because one, they don't <laughs> because they don't nag me. Two, I don't have to buy it flowers and dinner and listen to its problems it. just to just to get it to suck my penis. Yeah. And three, I can nut inside it and not worry about if it's going to take a pill or not in the morning. I can trust it to not have my babies. So women are going to start being like, fuck. <laughs> God damn it. I might, I might have to start being like, okay, hey, Dan, I know I didn't talk to you last time, but like, what's up? Like, how you doing? I switch, I switched my number, bitch. <laughs> see, see, I already do that shit without a sex robot. Like I and, and I wish I wish more men would like know your fucking self worth. God damn it! Why do you and keep? Why do you always look at me? I'm not looking at that. you. I look direct. I look directly into the pop filter. What are you talking about, bro? You now I'm realizing that I'm not actually looking at you. I'm like staring off onto the wall or something, and you're just like, why are you looking at me? It's not always you're just a, playing the victim card. It's, it's not about you all the time. Yes, but, it is. But okay, but okay. <laughs> like every every listener thing. Oh. It's, so silky's a misogynist he hates women he fucking you know this that and the third no that is not the case that is not the case he hates bitches women <laughs> women i do hate bitches i hate bit oh, man oh and but, they're just happy to be more bitches than women <laughs> yeah and bitches can be men too but 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 women out there he looked at me again <laughs> i'm looking at the floor women out there women be more like that in the sense of if you want some dick and to kick the dude out, do that. Do don't that. get mad when I do that to you. Don't call me a misogynist because I'm like, yeah, I want to, I want the bitch out of my house. Like, come on Preach. now. You never just wanted like, Hey, I'm, I fuck with everything about them except keeping them here afterwards. Come on. I think down to a psychological level though. Like some, some people really like that mind game. And like to take feel like a caretaker, like you were saying on your podcast, the, the the thing that you were showing me, the the one that we were just discussing, where you want to be the provider, you want to feel like the hunter. That's called codependency. Gather, exactly, it is codependency. And, but in Not your case, time. in your case, you were arguing against somebody fucking your your wife. So, for the listeners, they're talking about me. They said when they're saying you, they're, now they're we are about actually me. talking <laughs> yeah, about yeah, him. Yeah. No, I mean it, it's it. All right. Again, if I'm being a, like a woman in this scenario trying to play devil's advocate. Like every time you go onto like uh, you go onto the timeline, there's at least one for every 20 tweets, something about like uh, a double standard for men, you know, like where it's like, Oh, well let this, let this be a man. And then a woman comments, LOL, men want to be the victim so bad. And then like women will like empower that woman. It will just like keep going on to just pretty much like shit on men. Like we are entering the age of all men are only needed for their semen. They must be extracted for their semen. So like, there will be milk farms pretty soon. Have you guys watched South Park? Have you guys, yeah, yeah. you seen that episode where they were like milking men on Mars? Yeah. 
one day soon that's gonna come. Anyway. And you're gonna be the first one to sign up. Like, milk me, milk me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> milk me, milk me. <laughs> I think important. <laughs> I think an important thing to touch on is like, I don't want women to not be empowered. Like, feel yeah. all the power you want sister but you know like sister <laughs> at the same time like why is women empowerment so fucking trash half the time like like oh my god we're going let's talk I, about this i don't hate women 100 that bitch you are not 100 that bitch and be a dental hygienist at the same time all right <laughs> you drive <laughs> you drive a ford pinto and make 25k a year get the fuck out of here with your 100 that bitch hey, you're that 100 that mediocre yeah, yeah. Those are those are the Latinas that all have uh, Cheeto fingers. I'm not gonna go that far, but I mean the Cheeto finger part, not about Latinas, just in general. That's gross. Wash your hands. But you know, like it is COVID. Time. We're grown. Like you know, I eat, I love Cheetos, bro. I walk around. Well, I'm gonna fucking caught you red-handed. It's like all the Cheeto <laughs> dust on my fingers. Like oh fuck, officer. Like <laughs> caught you red. <laughs> God damn it. Not the flaming hot limon, like fuck. season two, baby. That's fucking great. Uh, I'm not okay, but like to, to my dental to hygienist, I, I, yeah. I do care for the work you do. Thank you. Go ahead. Go ahead. What is but like what is it about what uh, this is this is tough because I'm gonna I'm going to come across as a misogynist here. What is it about woman empowerment that requires them to shit on men? Like Think about it. Think about this. Think about this. I could be fighting obesity without ever mentioning a fat person. Right? Absolutely. You don't you don't have to you don't have to say, well, fuck all fat people or 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 even the opposite. I could be fighting obesity without mentioning a skinny person. You could. You can make those arguments. My point my point is why is it as woman empowerment I have to shit on all all men because it's not women empowerment at that point it's it's like fighting obesity shaming while remaining obese <laughs> and, and like no one's saying that women don't like struggle hella because like women are always put down but like the straight facts like, like what i was saying earlier women are just as audacious as men when i was in the ninth yeah. grade dude i knew this girl during pe she literally just came up to me and just grabbed my dick and just started having a conversation with me giving me a tug and i'm like what the fuck are you doing Wow! I, this is the first time. I, I didn't even know that. Wait, kinda. wait, wait, wait! Hold on! No, no, no! We're not gonna just gloss over that. Hold up! Hold, hold the fuck up! She did said you? My did dick you? Was small. Uh, thank you. Grab it every this is day. this is two moments now where it's like that meme where it's all jazz music stops and the dude's <laughs> like fucking. <laughs> jazz music stops. Jazz music stops. <laughs> like so, your dick is small. Or she are you really it, trying to compete with Barlow? I'm that, not, but I mean, that's what happened. But this, I mean, I think it was just small at the time, bro. Like, you guys got to fight later. You know? <laughs> got to fight later. No, I think we might have. I think we might have the same dad. <laughs> <laughs> so he disappeared to reject you later. Yep. Okay. Yeah, he, he, he's he, an all star in like letting people down. <laughs> Your dick is small. My dick is small. He, sh he shows up to fight himself at the boxing match. Yeah. <laughs> is, is your dick is your dick brown? Yeah, it's brown. We might we might be related. We might, we're gonna oh we're gonna have to do, we're gonna have to hit ancestry.com after that yeah. after this. Me and Slim must be related too then. No, 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 no. You guys don't share. He, I can tell, you can just tell by his demeanor. He is a real pimp. 
you are hiding something. <laughs> what are you hiding? We, we both we both just shat on our fathers and our small dicks at the same. He was getting a hand job out of standing, so you know he's already he's PE gym shorts. I don't wait. So wait, 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 wait. Did you do anything? Like, did you do a little like thrust her way to say like, come get this, come get no, this? No, I was I was really uncomfortable and I didn't want it. What? <laughs> but what made her go up to you and do that? I don't know, dude. She Have you just, spoken she, to her before? That was like the second time I spoke to her. And <laughs> what was the that's first? Like the, like, think about it though. Like, what if you did the opposite to her? Like, what if you went up to her and started following her, bro? You'd be like, oh, we, she'd be in jail. Yeah, he'd be in jail yeah, for sure. Yeah, but she does welcome that. Like, I found out later, oh. like, she she welcomes people doing that. Oh, shit. But, um, that probably smells. Maybe she has some yeah. like trauma in her past or something. I don't no, know. No, she absolutely fucking... does. She's All right, like, she's like one of those like super hood rat girls. That get some help, girl. Uh, you know what, dude? I hope Esmeralda. You fucking the best. you. You tell me where she is, and I'm gonna go march down to her, her apartment and give her a piece of my mind. That's not. That's not her. San Bernardino, probably. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, we gotta bleep out her location and name, by the way. You know, oh. later. <laughs> bleep. Um, name redacted i like how this started as a conversation about rejected rejection then turned into us shitting on women for about we're not shitting on women at all we're we're expressing our frustrations through years of uh occasions where we have gotten a rejection are being rejected and then how we bounce back from that and how we approach shit now as more mature rejected human beings right right because everyone goes through that i have one last question go ahead have you guys rejected women no and how have you yes. done that to them nope yes nope i let not I, at all i am not into a chick i i will kind of lead them on and then let them down really softly just because i don't want to be mean to them but like i also want to like uplift them. which is hard to do when you're leading them on see see yeah, I know. softly you know? baby We're, won't you come my way so nice I roll in that club. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, we've all been there, bro. Yeah. Um, I, I being in the Bay girls. Area, I have actually had to turn down more men than I have women. But I always yeah. find it flat. I always find it flattering when you know, like, uh, I get hit on by anybody because I'm just like, just in any in any way, shape, or form. Like, first off, I'll give women slack in this sense. Mm-hmm. I never realized what it felt like to be a woman till I'd get hit on by gay dudes all the time. And I'm not trying to toot my own fucking horn, but they're mad fucking aggressive, bro. Cause like that's how I know I'm and, ugly. And it'll Mad be like, aggressive. hey, no, don't end at no sometimes. And I'm not saying that they're they're all like this, but like the dudes that are like the dudes that would come up to me and hit mm. on me sometimes would be like, they know what they fucking want. Just like the same way where I see a girl that I like and I'm like, I know what I want. Mm-hmm. But they're like aggressive to the point where I'm like, damn, or the ones that came up to me, not all of them. Some of them were like aggressive to the point where I'm like, damn, I'm not even as aggressive. So like like the rudest I've ever gotten was just like, bro, like leave me the fuck alone. But I get I typically I get hella flattered and I'm just like, thank you. You know, like, um, but I will if I have to turn anyone down, I'll just I'll just either be like, you know, like I'm I'm I I'm taken right now or I'm just not looking for a relationship or uh if it's see, some see see where the women are coming from now no but but no I do see that in that sense but it depends on the person that's hitting on me because with with uh women that I hit on I already probably established that rapport I don't go cold calling you know cold what I mean calling. I'm not a telemarketer yeah. yeah um I honestly like if I meet you I hate clubs because in the club you can't talk to nobody because it's so fucking loud 
And so it's like, how do you even spit game in there? You know, you um, gay clubs are actually fun like that because they give you more liquor, like, and they uh, they encourage you to talk and party. It's also yeah. lots of cocaine. But like, if you yeah. do go to those Allegedly. gay clubs, kind of like what you hit on earlier, you know, like you kind of feel like you get your first taste of feeling like how women feel every single day. Mm -hmm. Like in those clubs, I felt guys, you know, come up and just grab me. Yeah, they do. And I'm just yeah. like, I know I have homegirls that always tell me about, you know, when they go to the clubs, all these guys just come up and grab. That's creepy shit, though, because yeah, I don't yeah. I don't Dude, do really scary sometimes. Bro. I don't do yeah. shit like that. So I understand yeah. why. Yeah, I absolutely. understand what you I'm saying is where those I'm not saying are. you're saying I do. But like yeah. and, and but I'm just trying to preface with like part of my misunderstanding is where I don't do shit like that. But also like I hear them when they're like, I don't know how this dude right. is going to react mm -hmm. from me turning him down. So mm -hmm. almost a safer route for women could be to. I'm a ghostless person, but how, what I feel like is when I establish myself with somebody, I don't establish myself as someone who's potentially threatening or somebody who's going to potentially blow off the lid and be violent or something like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. So where that's where I'm like, read the person that you're talking to. And like, if they deserve that respect, give them that respect. Absolutely. But I don't feel like I don't garner that respect by just simply how I act and how I, how I treat people. Cause mm -hmm. I'm a very nice, I'm, I, I can be a very nice person and I'm by default, I am that way unless I am blatantly disrespected or made to tr feel like shit. If, if, and where I'm saying I'll have a re like a reactive response, uh, to, to getting rejected. That's when that person makes me feel, tries to make me feel like shit or less than for even trying to do the approach. Yeah, I, that's, that's and, disgusting. And that is foul as fuck. Yeah, I have that is hella foul. I have never. This is how I know I'm really ugly. I have never been hit on by a man. <laughs> never. Well, uh, maybe hey, you haven't you, lived in the area where listen, there's. A listen lot to of me. Them. Listen to me. Listen to me. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. And I've also been to those gay clubs too. There was one in my college town. Went there frequently with my what? now ex girlfriend. Now hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. No man has ever looked at me and said, "That's the butt." I want to tap. They don't say that. But I know. I, I, I know, I know. They say something like, "Like, honey, you look like a snap or some bro. shit." Anything other than that's the butt. I'm a tap. Or like, that's let not, me take care of you. That's, they don't. But they or say, they say, the "Do you only, want to party?" And that means yeah. let's go to the bathroom and do cocaine. There's yeah. only. <laughs> there's only one time that I almost had my dick sucked by a man, and it wasn't because I knew it was a man. We met on this sketchy app Grindr. and, and <laughs> literally the profile picture was probably one of the bigger donks I had ever seen. And you know, like that pose where it's like, oh, like a woman's like on her, like, like her, to her, like toes. Yeah, we got, it, we got okay. it. Okay. So it was one We've of those. We've all seen Nicki Minaj's butt. Yeah. How many oh, times? Hold up. Wait, hold up. Hold up. How many times did you fap to this picture before you had the meetup? Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> uh, 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 anyway, so I remember I we matched and we were messaging and it was uh, it was aggressive from the get. Person's like, hey, hey, cutie, why don't you show me that dick? And like I mentioned on the Lita XO episode, get the fake dick picture, send it their way. Say, like, oh my god, it's really girthy. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> and and, and so we're talk, we're talking, they happen to be in like within 15 miles of where I was living at the time. And they said, you should come over at this time tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes around and we're two hours away from me. Like, I'm like, all right, I'm getting ready getting dressed, shaving all that shit. And I remember they asked, so how many times have you had your dick sucked by a man? I was like, a man, question mark, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point, go to the picture, 
start scrolling through the other pictures. And I'm like, oh my God, those shoulders. Oh my God. Oh my God. And Adam's apple. <laughs> I deleted that. I deleted my profile, that email and that app so fucking fast. And that right there is why you don't send your real dick out on the internet. Uh, again, no, no discredit to people who like that. I personally, I couldn't have done it, but really? I'll tell you what, Barlow is about two rejections away from my neighbor three doors down. I'm going to say, look, bro, I need a favor. <laughs> and it's your mouth. All right. All right. <laughs> Yo, so we can just buy you a prostitute, bro. I just want, I want to feel loved. Wanted. I can buy one and tell her hey, not hey, to tell you she's a prostitute. Love too, bro. You feel me? But for money, no, we don't. We don't. All respect to sex workers, we don't pay for it. Correct. Allegedly. 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 I will totally accept that. Like no doubt about it. Like yeah. if you want to give Th- that this to is me. the only occasion where I might pay for it, just because I'm paying for you. It's like paying <laughs> to get your little brother into the movies. You know. <laughs> all right. Or it's like Yo, taking your little cousin so to the first bar. Right Get him his first drink, you know. Yeah, yeah. I got you, bro. But. Right before uh, COVID happened, I actually so I'm an artist too, and I painted this picture and I like used my cum as uh, as an, a thing. Wait, I hope that's not one of the paintings oh. in your backseat. No, it's not. I gave, okay. I sold it for two hundred and fifty dollars to this guy named Greg. Greg's a great dude, not the Greg I was talking about. <laughs> 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 Different Greg. This guy, this guy Greg is 100% white and he li- He used to live in Long Beach. He recently moved to Portland. Holy and, fuck. Greg is a great dude. <laughs> he's, just, he's a great dude. I didn't let him into my back door because I'm not attracted to him, but he's the homie. And, uh, you know, he really wanted to get into the back door, but I was, was like, nah, bro, I'm not into it. And he took me to a bunch of bars in downtown Long Beach and I got really shit-faced. And there was this like really big machismo fucking Latin poppy that was just like... Latin poppy trying to fucking steal me from him and I was just like dude I'm literally just kicking it leave me alone he's like no you're coming with me I don't know why he was Russian bro he, he was like totally if he dies he dies if he dies he dies this dick is going inside of you <laughs> lol lol get to the chopper he's a big fucking weirdo bro and and oh not, my he God. didn't just follow me from the bar. He followed us back to his fucking apartments, dude. And yeah. was like looking for me through the windows. And I was just like, dude, this is so weird. That I is... was just looking especially effeminate that day. Not like I'm a femme ever. Like I'm super, I'm more of like a stud. Like I'm masculine as fuck, you know, but. Um, Do your thing. I, I, I shave. You're, I shave, you're a versatile bro. switch. I'm yeah. a versatile switch, bro. When I shave, I'd be looking pretty. I'd be looking pretty. That's what know? I call a hybrid. Okay. <laughs> it's like so, a Prius. Here's a, here. <laughs> yeah, like a Prius. Yeah. Space, space. You, your stories tend to do this thing where you put the really, really most interesting part of the story at the beginning, and then never ex- expand on it. So, <laughs> so, so space. I have a fucking what the fuck is a cum painting? And, 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 and how much? How much cum do you need to paint? Well, I got the idea in a manic episode and I was just like taking mushrooms and all, and I was like really happy and having fun and expressing myself. And it was like four o'clock in the morning and I was like, I'm going to use my cum. And so I fucking busted all over my palette board thing and I just started, I, I used it to, to uh, make the, 
give it a specific texture and I can find the picture of it too, or I can, and I can show you if you want to see it, but uh, I, I'm cool, but I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen a tribute? Do you know what a tribute is? A tribute? A tribute. Like a, a come tribute, tribute to someone. A, a come tribute. Do you know what that is? No. Okay. A come tribute on Pornhub is when they get a picture of <laughs> like a, like a celebrity, they celebrity and they come on their. Sometimes it's their phone where it's like, Oh God, I'm pretending it to you right now that I'm coming on. It's, so was that, is that what this is? A cup tribute or Poor what? Pain. <laughs> pain. No, I had just gotten out of another relationship with um, an enemy's baby mama. and You say I, an enemy? Yeah. I'd gotten out of a relationship <laughs> yeah. with... See? This is why I can't have threesomes. And then, <laughs> fucking dude plotted. Know, I'm fucking your baby mother. He's your my, baby came out of he's that. He's my enemy. Your baby came out of that. I'm just, I'm disgracing it. Go, go you ahead, thought dude. this was a threesome? This is a chess game. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering why he was looking at me and not my girl. Like, what? The, <laughs> he wouldn't look anywhere else. I really else. just wanted to fuck her baby daddy. I'm not <laughs> so, all right, all right. You, would you fuck dude butt? Um, and again, I, no judgment if you would. Honestly, I'm like not hella into it, but I mean, maybe I'll maybe I'll let a dude in my back door. Just not. I just don't really want to fuck. I'm just not that attracted to men. I'm more. I'm like. I love women so much, man. You know. Okay. Would you let a woman peg you? Uh, yeah, I have to. Okay. So I have a question about that. If you're if you're willing, if you know, you could you could say skip. You can you can go for it. I'm an open book, homie. Okay. All right. <laughs> what is the manliest position to get pegged in? Because uh, I like feel on your on your side like this. Really? I mean, I mean, I why did I know you'd get excited for the pegging shit? Be- <laughs> hold on, because I was on Pornhub the other day, and I was on this one girl's particular page, and you scroll down like four or five videos, and there's a video, like of the guy on 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 his back, like with his legs wrapper wrapped around her hips, and like embracing her like he's scared, and I'm just like, what the fuck is this? And I read the thing, it says pegging my boyfriend for the first time and i'm just like there's no manly damn. way to get your ass violated not violated it's there's a, gotta be no there, no there's there's standing a, standing up yeah standing up and just yeah, not, <laughs> yeah crossing your arms <laughs> and th- no, I, I don't like this while right you're now. like this when I just came <laughs> like I gotta ask you a question then Barlow if you were gonna get your ass eaten yeah doesn't matter girl guy whatever you're into what position are you going to be in while you are getting your ass eaten are you gonna have your hands up against the wall or are you gonna be laying on your back holding your legs up in the air no l- listen to me listen to me see this see this chair right here see this chair right here cut a hole in it so like this so, so just like I'm thinking, you're gonna make like a jerky chair, like the like they have the tables on the pornos. Yes, where it, yes. But your ass is gonna be. Why don't you just use a toilet seat <laughs> and frame it on something? Because <laughs> that's, that's a lot of engineering versus just taking a sod. You go to book. Home Depot and get a fucking toilet seat. There's no, there's no fucking engineering. <laughs> Imagine going to Home Depot. Hi, hi um, where are your toilet seats at? Oh, they dude. have a whole toilet section and people need to replace the just the seat sometimes. You know, know no one's gonna bat an eyelash. No, I go to Home Depot a lot, okay? That little fucking cage in the backyard. Anyway, anyway. So they're gonna I'm gonna walk in like, oh hey Barlow, what's going on? What do you need? I need a toilet seat. But but we just we fixed your toilet last week. Don't worry about it, Dan. 
Give I need another one for toilet. my other property. Don't be weird about it. Like, <laughs> Don't be weird. asking questions. <laughs> my ass is getting eaten. All right, all right. <laughs> I feel like you make it weird just by your reaction, though. You know, like, I can't. I can't top. Fuck it. You can't top. Li- so I, you'd be the bottom. I can't. I can't top him saying. You know, I, I don't like this, but I'm coming. <laughs> this has been the unsolicited podcast. I want to thank our guest, Space Cadet, aka. Oh, dude, it's your boy from the barrio, and aka Space Cadet. You just said your name. Do you want me to censor that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I also want to thank. I want to thank. <laughs> fuck me, dude. Fuck. Hey, I shout want, out Greg. Shout out Greg. Oh, the good hey. guy, Greg, not the bad guy. Greg. No, shout out. Oh, they're, they're both good. Okay. okay. Shout out good guy, Greg. Uh, shout out Silky Slim. <laughs> Say goodbye. Bye, guys. Bye. Shout Have out. a good one. Shout Women, out. hey, I'm just playing. I love you. You know that? <laughs> Shout out, Wistery. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys for being here. Shout out, T, for not being here. It's very calm this week without you. And shout out, T. T, we love you. Don't, th- don't take Silky Slim's fucking... Have calm. fun in rehab. <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>